Starting this fall, amazing local educators will be recognized with the launch of Superior Educators. This collaboration between several local school personnel and the Portage Health Foundation is meant to celebrate the people who make our area schools a great place to learn and grow. All educators at K-12 public schools in Barraga, Houghton, Keweenaw, and Otsunagan counties are eligible, including bus drivers, teachers, support staff, and more. Nominate a Superior Educator you know at superioreducators.org. Welcome in the Copper Country today for January 30th of 2022. I'm Grant Ducetto. This program, as always, sponsored by the Portage Health Foundation. You can learn more at phfgive.org. Back on January 12th, UP Health System Portage put out a press release announcing that Ryan Hainanen had been named the permanent chief executive officer. He has served as the hospital's interim CEO since October. Quote, we are thrilled to welcome Ryan into his new role as CEO of Portage, Sidgar Atchison, market president of UP Health System, of which Portage is a part. Ryan is a great healthcare leader. He has tremendous clinical expertise paired with a strong operational background and a dedication to this community. We are confident that he is the right leader to take Portage into the future. A Copper Country native, Hainanen began his career at Portage as a staff registered nurse in 2010. He has held several leadership roles over the last 10 years, most recently being promoted to Chief Nursing Officer in May of 2019. During his tenure as CNO, Hainanen was responsible for strategic growth and development of key service lines, quality and patient safety, survey readiness, and compliance. Under Hainanen's leadership, Portage earned six consecutive LeapFrog A grades, a Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services five-star quality rating, Chest Pain Center accreditation from the American College of Cardiology, and several other quality awards and achievements. In addition to his unique combination of operational and clinical experience, Ryan brings to Portage a genuine commitment to our hospital patients and community, said Dr. Timothy Labani, chair of the Portage Board of Trustees. We're excited to see what Portage will achieve with Ryan's leadership and to partner with him to create the next chapter in our future. Hainanen earned his bachelor's degree in nursing, a master's degree in nursing administration, and a master's degree in business administration from Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, Arizona. He is a member of the American College of Healthcare Executives. And with that introduction out of the way, he joins me now here on Copper Country Today. Mr. Hainanen, thank you for joining the program. Perhaps we should talk about the fact that although you were just named CEO on the 12th, you've actually been in the role for several months now. Yep, correct. I, was, I started as the interim CEO uh, in October of 2021. So what was that like? What were you doing when you first got told that you were going to be CEO, at least on an interim basis? Um, so I was currently in the in the CNO role or the chief nursing officer role. Um, and uh, I guess I was prepared for that for that responsibility. I, I had done the interim CEO role a couple years prior to that. Um, uh, when we we had some leadership leadership transition at that time, so you've done this a couple times on an interim basis, but you've only been with the organization since 2010, right? That's correct. Yep. So as far as careers go, it sounds like there's been a bit of a rocket strapped to your back. What was that like? Were you expecting that when you first joined the organization, or has this whole process kind of taken you by surprise? 
Yeah, so I started at, at Portage back in, in 2010. Um, I initially started here as a as a staff RN um, uh, over at Portage Point, which is our long-term care facility. I worked in a variety of different uh, areas throughout the organization as a as a staff nurse. Uh, took a shift supervisor role, uh, department director. Uh, I moved into the into the um, chief nursing officer role then uh, in, in 2019. So, um, yeah, it's been a great opportunity. Um, I've really enjoyed my time in leadership, uh, and, and, and it's really been an enjoyable place to work. Um, I originally went to uh, nursing school um, at Kogiba Community College and then went on for additional degrees uh, through Grand Canyon University. As far as your time at UP Health System Portage, obviously it's been owned by a couple of different Andes. What was that transition like, and what are some of the benefits to the way things are now? Um, yeah, so it was originally Portage Health, um, and then transitioned over to UP Health System Portage. Um, and, I, and I think it's been really uh, good to be part of a large system. There's a lot of good things that come out of that. There's there's a lot of different things that we're able to um, partner on with with our sister facilities in Marquette, uh, Marquette and Ishpeming Market Hospital and Bell uh, Bell Hospital. We've had a lot of uh, sharing of providers. Uh, we are able to support each other in, in a lot of different ways. Being part of that large system gives us assistance in uh, recruitment, um, a lot of lot more capital and financial support. And then, and then just really around best practices, um, we get to share on standards of care, procedures, patient safety. Maybe you can talk to Portridge's role in the overall system. Does each cog in the machine, so to speak, have a specialty, or are you trying to provide a full complement of services to patients at each location? So we do a lot here at the hospital. Um, you know, we do orthopedic surgery, general surgery, um, uh, we have a, uh, you know, obviously emergency department, an inpatient unit, an, uh, an ICU. Uh, we we deliver babies here, so we do a lot of what your average uh, rural hospital would do. Um, so it, we we do handle a lot in house, and then for those things that are more complicated, uh, we would send off to Marquette um, as that larger tertiary center. Gotcha. Being named CEO in the middle of a pandemic, is that harder than normal circumstances, or do you think that it's actually refreshing in a way just because the organization is such a laser focus on what it needs to be doing at the moment? Having that precision, that sense of purpose, that might not be a bad position to inherit. Yeah, I think COVID, you know, initially when it started now, um, approaching a couple years ago. I think it was definitely a, a sprint to start. There was a lot we needed to change um, organizationally just to make sure that we were um, keeping everyone safe. Uh, I think what it, it's probably turned into a little more of a marathon now, having uh, been going through it for the last, you know, many months. And in COVID, as you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows. It, you know, we see increase in cases, decreases in cases, which um, has a has an effect on the hospital. So we, you know, we we meet those challenges head on, and and uh, overall, it's 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 gone really well. Getting into your job as the uh, the chief nursing officer, maybe you can talk about that role and what are some of the benefits coming from that side of the operation that you can bring to the CEO position. I think being a nurse is a is a great opportunity to um, provide provide great care to the patient population. 
um, having that understanding of what happens at the bedside is, is really beneficial if you're moving into any type of leadership position. It was, it was helpful as the chief nursing officer, and, it, and it's really a compliment or a, or a, a skill set that I'm able to bring uh, in, into the CEO role now. And I think that um, you just have a really good grasp on um, what challenges surround patient care and how to deliver really high-quality care uh, to the community. Do you find that it's easier to approach staff coming from the background of being in nursing, where they don't see you just as, I'll use myself as an example, being somebody who got a degree from tech and economics and finance, they would see me probably just as a bean counter, (laughs) whereas you come from it with a, a very different perspective. You certainly have the business side of things that you have to worry about, but you can also approach issues from that nursing perspective. Yeah, I think having the nursing background is helpful. It, it definitely um, it allows you to relate um, to some of those challenges or, or, or even the good things that happen in healthcare. And I think that um, having that 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 understanding of of what what uh, someone at the bedside goes through every day um, makes that makes that uh, definitely makes you more approachable. Gotcha. Um, as far as the hospital itself, now that you're settled in and you've been at the helm of the operations now for about three, four months, what are some of the, the assets that you see with UP Health System Portage and what are some of the uh, critical needs that you think need to be addressed? Um, I, think, I think our people are our greatest asset here at, at the hospital. Um, we have a really great group of employees and, and providers here. Um, so I view that as our number one asset. Um, I think our, our biggest challenge um, is very similar to what other uh, hospitals are, are dealing with, and that's staffing. Staffing definitely is a, is a, um, a challenge, I think, in many industries, and we're, we're definitely not um, immune to that. Staffing being our biggest challenge right now, um, we're really focusing on how we can live our mission of making communities healthier, and that's that, that can't be done without a, a great team um, to do that. So we're, we're continually exploring and implementing numerous strategies in the health system on how we address challenges across all of our disciplines, and that's something that we're we're seeing success in. But it's something we need to keep focus on going forward. Are there certain areas within the healthcare field where it's more difficult to find? <laughs> people to staff certain positions, or is it really broad across the industry? I think it's pretty broad, um, and I think that definitely ebbs and flows. Uh, I, I think everybody talks about the nursing shortage, and that's definitely um, a real thing. We're, we're definitely seeing uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of need of nurses, uh, not just here, but, but really across the nation. And uh, so I think that's probably your biggest need, but it really is broad across all disciplines. For UP Health System Portage, are most of the employees from the area, are they local or are you able to tap into different talents from across the region or even across the country to come up here and provide care? Yeah, I think we have a mix of of both of the way you explained it there. We we definitely have a lot of... um, Employees that grew up in this area have lived here, you know, a lot of their life. Um, and but we also have recruited um, a lot of employees into the area. So I, I think we have a pretty balanced mix. 
Getting back to the pandemic for one second, I'm kind of curious as far as how hospitals are dealing with the fact that there are COVID patients who have been in your facility now for the better part of two years, certainly a year and a half. What does that look like from a resource standpoint? Do you have certain, say, wings of your facility that are dedicated to COVID, maybe certain personnel on your staff who are dedicated to treating COVID, or are you pulling from various different departments to make sure that everything is taken care of? Yeah. Um, So early on in the pandemic, we had to develop a plan on how we were going to, uh, you know, meet the needs of of the COVID population because we knew that we were going to see that eventually. Um, So we have we have established what we would say a a COVID unit um, that has negative air pressure and is is set up to care for those patients um, efficiently. Uh, That's something that we have utilized uh, on an ongoing basis and and it seems to work really, really well. Um, And then we've done some other things uh, with uh, like drive-through testing at our express care locations, which is is helpful um, because it allows the patients just to to come through in their vehicles and that that has been an efficient way of of getting uh, care done. So using some of those different tactics, we've, we've had to adjust numerous times and it seems to be working well. Gotcha. Maybe you can give an update on COVID here in the Copper Country. The case numbers are certainly high, the highest of the pandemic so far. But at the same point, it seems like the severity of the disease is a bit less than what it was when it first burst onto the scene. So I think a lot of people are confused as to just how they're supposed to read the current situation. So here at the hospital, we we continue to see a lot of positive cases come through both on the outpatient and the inpatient side. Um, we continue to have hospitalized patients here, um, and that's been a consistent uh, thing for the last many months. Um, again, we see community spread going up and down. Uh, we really, what I would really want to recognize is, is the staff here um, at the hospital. They, they continue to do an amazing job. Um, working through this pandemic, and and it's a really amazing group. For uh, vaccinations, are there a lot of those on hand? And you mentioned the testing at the different express care sites. Uh, Does the hospital uh, do vaccinations as well? We do. Uh, We had initially, about a year ago, set up the, the mass vaccination clinics that we we ran uh, through Water, the Water Street location, and uh, that got a large uh, bulk of the population vaccinated rather quickly. Um, vaccinations are continue to be available through our apothecary pharmacy, um, either uh, a booster or if you're looking to get the first series or second series. Ryan Hainanen, the new Chief Executive Officer for UP Health System Portage. Thank you for joining me this morning on Copper Country Today.